Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to the Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. A podcast about all things spiritual, mystical, witchy, and woo-woo, designed for the modern babe. Each week, we will dive deep into the nitty-gritty of ancient energy systems and modern-day modalities. This podcast is for the dreamers, visionaries, changemakers, and risk-takers. Life's too short to be boring, so be prepared for fresh opinions, taboo topics, and unfiltered conversations. We created this podcast because we're obsessed with elevating and expanding our lives. We want to bring you along as we unearth helpful practices and topics that you can utilize to do the same. So if you're ready for some fun, jump in, turn up the volume, and let your co-hosts, Brittany Donalds and Erin Munoz, guide you through the universe. Hi, Erin. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How's it going? Well, this is our probably our 10th time trying to record this podcast. We're having some technical issues, but other than that, it's going well. What about you? How was your weekend? Uh, it was good. It was Bear, my youngest son's birthday. He turned three on Friday, and we kind of celebrated all weekend, so that was fun for him. He's been waiting for his birthday since, like... June when Archer had his birthday and then Atticus was in September and Amy was in November and we kept saying like your birthday is after sister's birthday (laughs) because anytime it was someone's birthday he'd be like now it's my birthday so it was finally here and he was so excited like Thursday evening he (laughs) we made like hamburgers and french fries and stuff at home and he took a french fry and stuck it in his in the top of his burger and was singing himself happy birthday oh. and blew out the candle that was a french fry so that's how excited i get for birthdays too right. so i get it yeah so he was pumped and then when we actually celebrated on saturday the he's obsessed with fire trucks mm-hmm. so the fire department came by with like their big fire truck. Do you just like call and ask uh-huh. them and they'll do Yeah, that? I call oh. them and they were like, Yeah, we can stop by. So he had He probably lost his mind. Oh my gosh, he did. <laughs> well, it's so funny because like anytime a fire truck 
drives by our house, he runs and we live like on the main street or one of the main streets in Winfield, since you guys probably don't know that. And um, like all of the fire trucks and ambulances and stuff like that drive down our street when they're going to a call for the most part. And he runs to the windows as soon as he hears them coming. Mm -hmm. And he can tell like if it's a fire truck or an ambulance or a police car before he can see it. Yeah, I know he always says like big truck Uh when when we're at your house or outside or something. Yeah, so it came and he was was acting super shy, but I think he was just like so excited that he didn't know what to do. But because after they left he was like oh my gosh <laughs> like he <laughs> was on cloud day. nine yeah oh, i love that That's and cute. then he got um like a, a little like fireman jacket and a fireman hat and boots living and a, like power wheels fire truck so he's been living in that the rest of the weekend and it's pretty awesome so nice. so it was exciting it was really fun that sounds like a good weekend the older kids like don't get as excited about things so it's nice that he, like, loves everything and, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. No, I get it. I totally get it. I have two nieces and nephews that are older, you know, like, you know, 10 and or 11 and 14, and I have younger ones that are all, like, three and below. And you can just see the difference on, mm-hmm. like, it's way holidays more fun giving people and, stuff when they're excited. Um, you know, all of that. So I totally get it. There's definitely a, a difference in the age, so... Right. It's fun buying people presents when they're, like, super jacked up about it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's cute. <laughs> well, fun. Yeah. Um, How was your weekend? Well, I was trying to think what we did. I don't think we did much. I got my nails done. We relaxed a lot. I was pretty productive yesterday. Saturday was pretty chill. So it was just kind of a nice weekend at home. Levi's working on taking some wallpaper out of the spare bedroom. He actually made some headway on it. So that's going to be, I'm kind of plotting and turning that into a office for me. He has an office, he works from home and, um, We've decided to let each one of us completely decorate our quote-unquote offices however we want. So his is like this, like, I was really surprised he picked it, but I loved it. It's like a turquoise, like, color or, like, Mm -hmm. a deep, maybe teal. I don't know. And he wants to keep, like, the trim brown and all of that, which is totally opposite of mine. I'm kind of thinking I'm either going to do, like, a fun, like, neutral wallpaper or, like, a blush color and do white trim and put, like, a velvet couch in there Mm -hmm. and my desk and all of that fun stuff. So I'm really excited for that. But he got started on that. The wallpaper's been in there for, like... 35 years so it's really hard to get off but other than that it was pretty easy low-key um yeah so I welcomed a new nephew last week so that's been really fun um seeing pictures I haven't gone to see him yet I'm like quarantining so I can go see my parents this weekend I got tested for COVID last week because my in-laws had COVID but I came up negative so it's all good um but I've been kind of quarantining for Mm -hmm. for that reason so I can see my family and um my mom gets tested twice a week for her job so I know my mom and dad are good yeah I'm good yeah so other than that that's it um did a little work this weekend which kind of uh, brings us to the topic this week. We thought it would be fun to go over um, all things boss babe. And we kind of title it that because we're kind of going to go into, 
characteristics, mindset, the nitty gritty, the pros and cons, um, and some things that maybe we've learned along the way. Erin and I both have our hands in um, kind of several businesses and it's, you know, something each business teaches us something different. So um, we thought it would be fun to kind of go over that. Yeah. Okay. So so the first thing we're just going to kind of start with are maybe characteristics or, or traits or maybe uh, like things to concentrate on when starting your own businesses and becoming a boss babe. And I guess I wanted to start out and say boss babe is a title you can give yourself. Like you don't need anyone's permission to become a boss babe. You don't need like you know, some kind of, like, there's no level or rank or title as far as, like, you know, or experience to become a boss babe. If you are working towards a dream of whatever that is, I don't care what it is, what industry, what idea, what um, product or service, like, you can be a boss babe, even if your company hasn't launched yet. Like, you can be a boss babe in my eyes. What about you? I agree. Um, to me, a boss babe is definitely a mindset. Yes. So I don't, like you said, I don't think that you have to, like, own a building or, you know, like, have that storefront or, you know, as long as you are taking your life into your own hands and, like, chasing after your dreams, then... You're total, like, you're a total boss babe. Yeah, I would agree. So the first one that I kind of came up with that was maybe a characteristic or a trait that I believe is super important when doing um, any sort of business or, you know, becoming your own version of a boss babe is mindset. I think everything that we do is 90% mindset, 10% action and strategy, and that probably encompasses so much and we'll touch on some different mindset topics in a little bit but I think the ability to constantly be learning and working on yourself is a huge trait as um, you know in any kind of business and this can go even if you're not going after your own dreams even if you're working um, in you know corporate America or working a part-time job or helping somebody else out I think that kind of mindset can play a huge, huge portion into um, kind of going after your dreams or being an amazing employee, even even if you're not, you know, starting your own business. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you definitely have to be like in the right mindset to be able to handle it. Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot of pressure. You constantly, I mean, I think after a while, you should anyway get to the point where you just don't really like care as much what people think but especially in the beginning and maybe like little little spurts here and there like you doubt yourself and you think like maybe I'm crazy like maybe people won't be excited about this like I am or you know like when shit goes wrong because it's gonna go wrong every now and then or Mm -hmm. it won't go according to your plan take it from me (laughs) (laughs) This morning has been one of those things, but, like, you just have to know that your dream is worth it. Like, the struggle is part of the story, and it's it's definitely, like, you have to be tough-minded, and you have to be, like, grace, you know, you have to give yourself some grace, and you have to, like, understand that 
people around you aren't going to get it until yeah. un- until maybe it's like fully in its like I don't know um, fruition kind of, yeah. and they're not going to understand like what your vision is along the way. So yeah, yeah. I completely agree. Uh, and my second part that I kind of wrote down was growth mentality, and I think it kind of ties into um, a mindset mentality of you know working at some sort of self-development no matter what that is and so that could be a mindset book it could be a you know confidence it could be business business it can be strategy it can be you know instagram growth it can be social media you know education whatever that is you always should be learning because business is always changing and whether that's learning a strategy or learning about yourself knowing who you are and what your strengths and weaknesses are is huge in your business. So because not everyone's good at everything and finding your strengths helps you kind of narrow down, you know, like, um, like I know I'm a huge details person. I'm super, um, organized, organized. (laughs) I'm kind of, you know, like idea oriented as well. Um, and sometimes, like, execution can be where I fall short. And, like, you know, for instance, in, like, our trailer, our, our mobile bar beverage trailer, um, we have, like, different it's items. It's so funny because you hate the word trailer I so much. I hate that word trailer. <laughs> I hate the word trailer. I don't know why. But our I don't mobile know bar. Yeah, our it's mobile, a mobile bar service. Yeah, there we go. Our mobile bar service. Um, if you're not following it, go check out Gypsy Bevco on Instagram. It's adorable. But... We kind of, like, split up some of the the things, and I'm really good at, like, the back end of setting up things, and, like, I know that there are other pieces that, like, fall better in your and Laura's categories. So it's, it's really important to know yourself. There is nothing wrong with not being good at everything, but, like, knowing yeah. yourself to, like, be like, this isn't where I'm great at this, and... You can do one of two things. Like, you can obviously hire people if you have the financial means. Or two, you can put systems in place that help you execute. Or, you know, for me, that would be, like, setting an alarm every day of, like, I know I need to post on social media every day. Sometimes, like, sometimes I'm super inspired and I'm, like, bam, bam, bam. I'm here for, like, Instagram. Like, I'm going to post every day. Yeah. And sometimes I'm, like, I don't know. It's just not, you know, today's not the day. There's nothing in my life I want to share. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of figuring out, like, knowing yourself is part of that mindset. And, you know, you don't have to be able to pay people to do the other parts. And, like, in Gypsy, we're lucky that we have multiple individuals. But in other businesses, it's just me. So knowing what I have to do and what what I'm not great at helps me kind of, like, you know, put – processes in place that help so yeah well and you know like where you need to do the work yeah I feel like that's one thing don't you think with boss babes people typically think like oh she thinks that she like has it all figured out like she you know what I mean like there's that kind of um like what mentality like stereo well like the stereotype basically and it's not that, like, to be a boss babe, you don't have to be the most, like, confident person in the room, but to be smart enough or, like, wise enough to know that you don't know it all and that you're not, like, you're never done becoming 
your best self. Oh, yeah. No. Like, I feel like that's what a true boss babe is. Mm -hmm. And people may think that we just, like, feel like we're better than people or have it all together or, you know, like, that that we have it totally figured out. But if you're a true boss babe, then you actually know that you have no idea and that you're just doing the best you can and that you're, like, hungry to know more constantly and to, like, get better constantly. Yeah, I would 100% agree. I remember after I opened the boutique, this was not – I didn't come from – I worked at Abercrombie & Fitch, like, for a year when I was 18. Like, I was not (laughs) studying, like, strategy. I was busy, That's where everyone wanted to work, though. (laughs) My brother worked there, and he was was the guy that, like, didn't wear a shirt when you came in. Uh, Yeah, exactly. That's probably why I was working there. I mean, I was walking around, like, spraying cologne on mannequins and, like, you know, checking people out at the register. So that wasn't, like – so when I say I come from, like, a retail world, or, like, that I don't have retail experience, that was kind of the extent of it. And then I opened up my own boutique without, like, I didn't hire a consultant. I didn't, like, you know, take a course. It was messy action that happened every day. Like, Google was my best friend. YouTube, I should own stock in it. Like, that's how I, I figured stuff out. So I think sometimes when I would get people, and I still get people, I have a friend, and he was like, you know, like, I want to start like this, but I don't know how I'm like, okay, but you do know how to Google. You do know how to check mm-hmm. out books. You do know how to find blogs. There are, I did all of that through free resources, but I think people think that there's some like magic, magic that they're guide. not seeing yeah. behind the scenes. And there are people out there that can help you with all of that. We didn't have the financial backing. Like this was definitely like a from the ground up type mm-hmm. of boutique. And that's the same way for you building out your new salon. Like, there's nobody that tells you how to do this. If, I mean, I I guess there are, there are people, I know that there are boutique consultants, for instance, I'm sure there's a a salon, something or other. I think there's something for every, any kind of business. Yeah, for sure. So if you have the financial means, go for it. But if you don't, I'm telling you that that isn't a limiting factor for you because we aren't paying people. Mm -hmm. I didn't pay people to tell me how to launch the boutique. We didn't have somebody that told us how to launch Gypsy. Erin doesn't have somebody that's helping her through, like, nobody building Nobody taught us how to yeah. run a podcast. Yeah, or, nobody, yeah believe exactly. me, we still YouTube things, like, Like we were every, this morning because yeah. our mics weren't working. <laughs> right. So. Um, but I, I just want to put it out there that, like, things will happen. It will be messy. And I kind of heard this quote. I don't know where it came from, but, you know, a testimonial is kind of, like, how you got through something Mm -hmm. it's you telling the story of your test a testimonial so there are going to be things you don't know there are going to be things that happen there are going to be struggles but that's where you learn if you had everything handed to you and everything was on a platter like for instance at the boutique I built the website from the ground up it's not like some you know anthropology level website (laughs) but I built it from the ground up like I can go in and edit the colors and add products and figure out how to put stuff on sale and add a banner and do a checkout set out set up a credit card processor because I did all of that my own like on my own do I want to always have to do that no but I know how to do it and Mm -hmm. I've grown from it and I've learned from it so then I can tell somebody like look somebody wasn't like telling me how to do this and I figured it out I have faith that you can do that too right I'm glad that you said something about a testimonial so 
in the salon, like we have obviously all kinds of different people, but a lot of our clients are business owners. And it's so cool because like, you know, like obviously every business in Cali County, somebody owns it and they had to start somewhere Mm -hmm. and somehow, and like, sure, there are those people that kind of had things handed to them, but in most cases, like, especially in, you it's know, a lot of in certain businesses. towns, yeah, like, they're local businesses that haven't been around for a long time, or, like, if it's a family business, then it's because, you know, so-and-so's dad, like, worked their ass off and built it to be, you know, something legitimate, but we were talking about, like, oh, yeah, it's so fun to, because my client was asking me about how the salon was coming, and he actually, like, has done some work for us, so... He, um, you know, was just like checking in and we were like, oh yeah, it's fun being a business owner. Right. And I'm like, yeah. Right. Like, why did I want to do this again? And like, just being playful. And we started talking about when he first started, I don't, I don't remember exactly what was said, but when he first started, he has a plumbing business. So Mm -hmm. he was like working minimum wage as this guy's like assistant, basically. Then he got a, in his eyes, like a way better job because it was a pay raise and he was making like $15 an hour <laughs> and he was driving, he was using his personal truck to drive to Wichita and do most of his work and his truck was so crappy that, <laughs> this is funny, so his truck was so crappy that he didn't like to drive back and forth every day so he would sleep in his truck in the quick truck parking lot sometimes and then go, like, do his work in the mornings and then come home. Oh, man. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know that. And, like, he's still young, but now he has his own company. Mm-hmm. He has – so I was like, dude, you have trucks with your name on them, like, <laughs> like multiple trucks yeah. with your company on them. And, like, you're With making money, like, he and his wife – yeah, he has employees. Like, he mm-hmm. and his wife just bought a nicer, bigger house. And, like, it just – it, like, makes me feel so good to hear people's stories. And, like, I know mine, and I know that I started out poor. Oh, we were talking about shears, like, the scissors that I oh, used yeah. to cut hair with. Mm-hmm. And how the first, like, the first fancy, really nice pair of shears that I bought, they were $400. Wow. And to me, like, and that probably blows people's minds mm-hmm. because a lot of, like, even he was like, I would have thought that a really nice pair would be, like, 50 or 60 bucks. <laughs> no. Um, so they were $400 and to me, like that was an ungodly amount of money to spend on myself, even though I knew I was using them all day, every day, you know, and needed them to work. Like it was, I was like, well, I'm using these like crappy little shears that they gave me in cosmetology school and like, (laughs) they're, they're fine, I guess, you know, but like I wanted to get to the point where I can buy those like fancy shears and now the shears that I use that have been a headache kind of were over a thousand dollars. They were $1,500, I think. And he was just like, Oh my God, what? (laughs) And I was like, yeah. And then thinking back, I still have those little crappy shears that I got in cosmetology school Mm -hmm. and they look like baby kids, like little kid (laughs) scissors now because my other ones are like longer blades and they're fancy looking and you know, it's, and I was just like, yeah, started from the bottom, now we're here. Exactly. And then we started talking about, like, literally 
that is part of your, like your journey is the crazy part. And like, that's the part that's going to inspire people. And that's, what's going to make you like so grateful for where you've gotten and like for not giving up on what your dream was. And it's just so cool. Like it gives me goosebumps when people Mm -hmm. like talk about that stuff. Cause Because you just don't know, like, where someone started. No, I completely agree. Your your struggle, like, turn your struggle into your story. Like, that will be what can change people's lives when you are. Not that you can't have a story. Like, if you come from a family or, a, you know, a background, a husband or a wife or uh, you had a successful career before you started to flip over, like, that's not to take away from your story no. or anything. but. I, you know, because you still were starting from zero. Yeah, yeah I mean, for sure. Yeah. But there is something to be said for kind of that grassroots from the ground up, mm-hmm. like scrappiness that can come when starting your business yeah. when you have no idea, no like extra money, no, you know, like when you go from, you know, cosmetology school scissors or shears to designer shears you know like it it does feel good and it's like a good story so there's no shame in the game from starting at zero because that will make such a huge like testimonial when the time comes Mm -hmm. so um yeah I think that's huge but well the next one that we were going to talk on was this um your support system and there's a few little kind of like side offs on this and one thing that I kind of not surprised by, but, um, one thing I thought, and I have seen this a lot, especially in the, um, boutique world, like I'm part of a lot of boutique groups, like either like just support groups or groups that sell stuff or anything like that. But your friends and family, like Aaron said earlier, may not always believe in your ideas. Like Yes, you could have, like, a super strong support system for sure. Like, mm-hmm. my mom and, like, you know, or my family and Levi's family definitely support us and, like, continue to keep buying from the boutique. But, like, the people that you may think will support it or come buy from you or ha- hire you for services or whatever that may be, it's not always them that end up being like who supports you. And there's nothing wrong with that. They just can't either see the vision or don't understand the importance of supporting you through either buying a product, a service, um, or even just sharing, liking, commenting on your Instagram. You will end up finding your, like, for instance, on our podcast, like, our number one supporter is a girl that Aaron, I don't, have you met Stephanie? Not in person. Yeah. Hi, Stephanie. I know you're Hey, girl. Um, we've never met her in real life. She lives locally, but we just haven't met her personally. Obviously, Corona has been, I'm sure, a limiting factor, but she hypes us 24 so 7. Yeah. Like every she, episode, as soon as it comes out, she's listening, she's sharing it on her story. She's yeah. like, tagging us and like it's so cool yeah and so I what I'm saying is like just because you don't have that in your life currently doesn't mean it won't be found so well and it just means that like you need to keep finding like keep leveling up and look around like who's there you know because no matter like what the reason that someone's not supporting you is like maybe it's just because they have insecurities or they're like jealous because they aren't in a place where they can follow their dreams or you know like it it doesn't matter why, but yeah. if somebody isn't backing you up and, like, constantly rooting you on, then 
you obviously like don't like don't dwell on that. You yeah, obviously don't... have other people out there that are meant to be your circle. Yes, you will energetically manifest your support system. They will find you. You will like you know the best customers at the store. I have learned about their families. We're Facebook friends. We're Instagram friends outside of just like, you know, the boutique page or any of that. Like even, you know, like little things that, you know, we've been invited to do stuff for with Gypsy and we, you know, are being invited by people that not necessarily like have hired us for any events, but want to like promote us Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, like we said, the podcast, obviously Stephanie hypes us up all the time, but we have others that share our stuff and download it and tell people about it. And we receive messages and you will find it. It will come to you. Just don't waste your time. Like worrying, worrying about yeah. who, who isn't because the right people will show up for you. So that being said though, I read, or like, I guess I, I've heard it several times, the five people that are in your inner circle. Oh, like yeah. so your innermost circle, mm-hmm. the five people you spend the most time with, all of that stuff are a direct reflection of you. Yes. So I thought we should touch on that too yeah, because yeah. I fully, I mean, it's so true. Yeah. So, I I agree. It's I always like that quote. It was like um sit at a different table like the converse mm-hmm. or sit at a table with like like-minded people the conversation is different it's kind of that same type of mentality mm-hmm. we have definitely formed our like kind of um I, you know kind of jokingly like our babe support babes type thing obviously like Aaron and I are fully on board with each other's businesses and hype each other up that way but you know we also have Laura our other business partner in Gypsy she's a a boss babe for sure we you know they don't have to necessarily be in your life though I I mean physically close to you you don't have to see them in person for them to be like an influence on you yeah so look at the people around you and evaluate like what are they doing with their life are they like chasing their dreams do they have like a mission that they're on to change the world or they're like people around them are they elevating somehow are they like do they have those things in common with you because if they don't then that's going to be like one of the main reasons why you don't feel that support coming from them like if they can't relate to the struggle of opening a boutique or trying to build a website when you don't know what you're doing or, you know, something like that, then, you know, even though, even if they're like good listeners or whatever, Mm -hmm. like, which is still an awesome thing to have, they're not going to know, like, they're not going to be able to say like, oh, well, how about try this? Or like, let's do this. Or, hey, like, look cute and I'll take Instagram pictures for you to post, (laughs) you know, like just things like that. It's, it's totally like it helps so much to feel like you're not alone, but to know that they can actually relate and that like they need that encouragement just as much as you do. And like, I mean, obviously, Brittany and I are like minded <laughs> in like our goals and like where we want our businesses to go and how we like see the best way is for us to get there. But like actually being able to to say like, oh, this idea is crazy, but, oh, Brittany Brittany won't think it's weird. Or, you know, like, that's (laughs) so much better than just being like, thanks for listening. Yeah. But you're not really helping me that much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and there's always that kind of thing that I – or that quote that was like, um, a rising tide raises all ships. Um, And 
if the people around like you that. aren't, yeah, if the people are around you aren't like growing, expanding, up leveling, dreaming, executing, how do you expect to kind of like continue to do that for yourself if you're, you know, being tied down from people that aren't doing it? And that's not to say that you have to cut those kind of people out of your life. I, I kind of came up and this happened. I remember doing this like probably when I was 18, I had like a friend who wasn't always there for me supporting, but I had to support her a lot. Like Mm -hmm. if she was going through a breakup, if she was doing, you know, like having something traumatic happen in her life, I was always there for her, but she was never like there for me when Mm -hmm. I needed it. And I remember like kind of visualizing, putting people in buckets and you can have as many buckets as you want. It's knowing what bucket to choose for when you're going to talk to somebody about something. So, Or like, like which call, one you want to carry around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like it's totally fine. Like I have groups of friends or individuals that like I love like going out with or having a girl's happy hour or like sending funny memes back and forth. Like nothing is wrong there. But then there are girls like that I know if I'm going to talk about like business or you know, some, something that I'm like having trouble with or something more in depth. Like those are the kind of people that like are your closest inner circle. Like, you know, for me a a lot, that's like you and Laura and like some of my, I have a group of girls from college that will hype me up no matter what crazy ass idea I'm, I'm bringing to the table. But there are others that it's just not like, that's not not what I'm going to do. And So I'm saying that to tell you, you don't need to cut those people out of your life, but it's maybe best to like figure out what to bring to them and whatnot. Like if your dad is super skeptical about, uh, you know, like, I don't know, a business that you want to start, like you want to become a life coach and your dad's like, just go get a real job. Like, why are you doing that? You know, whatever, (laughs) like you don't have to cut your dad out of your life, but maybe you stop talking to your dad about like your career choices. Uh Like those are the kind of things that you really need to think about because they can drain your energy and you need that energy for the like patience and perseverance and drive that you have to instill in your business. Like having it drained by somebody doesn't feel good. So actively thinking about like, who am I talking to about the things I want to go after? I'm going to keep that circle and everyone else can kind of have the other pieces Mm -hmm. that aren't working for me. Yeah. I mean, we are hard enough on ourselves. Like Mm -hmm. we critique ourselves all the time and we, you know, like obviously we know how crazy we are. So (laughs) (laughs) better than anyone else does. So Yeah. yeah, we don't need anybody else doing that for us. But like, I feel like if, okay, so you're trying to start a business Are any of your friends or any of the people in your inner circle business owners, are they, like, trying to also start businesses? Do they – have they ever, like, worked for themselves? Or there is definitely – I mean, we always talk about frequencies and vibrations and all of that stuff. And you aren't vibrating the same as someone who's just like, oh, I I mean, no offense, but, like, I work a nine-to-five and then I'm a mom and then I – you know, just like go, go on, like, and every day is the same. And there's a contentment with that. That is totally an okay life. Like some people, that's what they want for their life. Yeah. Somebody's like dream life. But some people. that is not the same frequency as someone who wakes up and is like, I have to get to this next level. <laughs> yeah. Like I am chasing something the entire time that I'm awake. 
And it kind of like, it's definitely hard to find the balance, but like you need those people who know and who are going through that and who can say like, yeah, but don't burn yourself out. Like, but keep you motivated at the same time. Right. Or who make you feel like, damn, I need to work harder. Like she is like, she's hustling or she's like really, you know, like putting herself out there and trying new stuff. And if you're not doing that and if your circle isn't doing that, then, then where, like, where's your motivation coming from? Because there are times that you're not going to have it. Like you're going to feel burnt out or you're going to feel like, you know, you're going to doubt yourself every now and then. Yes. So you need somebody that's there that's like, oh, I can't quit because she's not quitting. Exactly. Like, and she's going to get to the top and I want to be there with her. So you you just have to like. Yeah, you need those people that can refresh you need that your frequency. Energy. Yeah, that can be like, look, I know you had um, a really a really bad day or it, business didn't go as expected or, you know, your website crashed or whatever. You need the people that are like, Look, yeah, your website crashed, but it so uh, you know so has like Amazon before. Like, if Amazon site can crash, like yours can crash, like <laughs> or vice versa, whatever that is that you know you're you're struggling with. It's you need those kind of people that build you up. So find your support system. Start putting yourself out there. There are Facebook groups for everything. If you don't have that in your immediate future, like supporting other people will draw support to you. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's kind of one of our next topics is, um, I'm sure you guys have all seen like there's shirts and I sold those shirts and there's stickers on, or like, you know, gifts on Instagram that say babes supporting babes, women, women supporting women, you know, my girl gang, all of those kind of things. There's something to be said about like supporting others energetically so you can then in return receive that support. So yeah. hyping up people that, you know, you're even if they're in a different industry or if they're in the same industry, like even if they're technically I feel like especially if yeah. they're in the same industry, yeah. that's like, when it's harder, I feel like. Yeah, it definitely is, you know, like... Obviously, um, I had a boutique in a very small town. There were a couple other boutiques who weren't necessarily maybe the exact same thing, but they're boutiques nonetheless. Mm -hmm. And I had like good relationships. I still have good relationships with those people. I just don't have a physical boutique anymore. But I felt no like animosity animosity because there's enough business to go around for everyone And I truly do believe in community over competition. Like, if you can give that support, that um, support will come back to you. Like, it's Mm -hmm. definitely, you know, a law of karma. You know, we talked about, like, the um, universal laws last, last week or the reciprocity will come back to you. So I... I know it's extremely hard and I know it's extremely hard, especially if you feel like somebody is copying your work, if somebody is, um, you know, jumping on your bandwagon and trying to ride on your coattails. Or like undercutting you. Yeah, I feel and, like that's definitely oh yeah, that's something a huge one. like in every industry kind of. Yeah. And I, I just believe that if somebody is copying you and they're trying to like, you know, kind of copy your, your work and, and take credit for that. People energetically feel that there's never, um, going to be another you and worrying about somebody taking your work is just an energy leak for yourself. 
you don't you don't need to worry about that. People will feel it. People will want to buy from who is energetically aligned with your work. Mm-hmm. At least that's how I feel. I definitely agree. Like so the hair industry or like the hair and makeup industry, beauty in general is so like so competitive. And I think mainly because it's like a huge like it's mostly women. Mm-hmm. There are a lot more men now, I feel like, than there was before. And, like, obviously there have always been barbers and stuff. But, like, women are just naturally so competitive. And they can be, like, catty. And it can get really ugly. And if you are worried that, like, oh, this has this definitely at one point was, like, something that kind of held me back. Like, I can't raise my prices because... Somebody that is doing the same thing pretty much that I'm doing, like, is charging so much less. So are all of my clients going to be like, oh, well, I can get my grays covered by somebody who's charging this much less than you are. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I mean, like, what a ridiculous thing for me to think. But that was a real, like, fear. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just like, you know what? If you want to go to Susie so-and-so and have her cover your grays, but she's not going to know anything. Like, she, if you want balayage, she can't do it. If she, if you want extensions, you're going to have to come back to me. If you, like, want your haircut to look the way that you like it to look, then you're probably going to have to come back to me. So, like, why do I think that I'm not worth it? Like, obviously, just those few things make me more valuable than – and if not, like, maybe – the other girl that's charging less than you has the same like is offers all the same services. You better you better step your game up and like make sure that she's not doing it as good as you are or that like she's not constantly learning something new and you're not or like Yeah, I I also think there's like a piece of it that even if like for instance like if you and whoever Linda are the exact same. Um, I don't know who Linda is. I'm just making that up. Um, you're the exact same. You have the exact same skill level. There's going to still be something that will set each of you apart. Like, oh, definitely. You know, like even if I didn't necessarily know you, but if you were like using all natural vegan products mm-hmm. on me or like you incorporate crystals into your service or like I know it's going to take a long time to get my hair done, and I just enjoy talking to you more than I enjoy talking to Linda. Like <laughs> That's go- kind of where I was going with yeah. that. Like, the whole point is, yeah. like, you're going to have to, if you feel like you're doing the same thing as somebody else, like, okay, obviously, step your game up a little bit. Feel like you're better. But also, you are not the same person nope. as nope. that girl. And if she is operating at the vibration that she has to charge lower prices than me because like to get clients then those clients she's attracting like they're going to be operating on that same frequency like they're looking for a bargain they aren't necessarily loyal like they'll go wherever they feel like works best for them or their budget or just their convenience and they don't have to wait for her or you know whatever it is like yeah, that's finally where I got basically yeah. is like I'm not worried that so and so is going to sell makeup to Susie what's her face like <laughs> if she wants me and my knowledge and the frequency that I'm vibrating at by not giving a shit about any of that then cool like she's going to order from me. She's going to yeah. pick up on that. Like she's going to like my vibe mm-hmm. and that's 
that's all that I have to worry about yes. is just like doing my thing, being me and attracting the people that are on my vibration. Yes, I would completely agree. I I think being who you are will attract the exact right people for you, whatever that price point is. There are billions of people on this earth. You will find the right individuals, like even in a small town, like Erin is booked out and, you know, can raise her prices and, and do things like that. It You never know. Like, she probably had no idea who I was. I moved from Kansas City, like didn't grow up here. And, you know, like I minus extensions, I probably like get the most like, I don't know, services. I get mm-hmm. haircut, highlights, like the whole shebang, biolage, like all of it, whatever. And I came from out of town. Like she couldn't have like picked me out of a crowd before that. But deciding to like come into town like I was a customer that was – you know, sent to her from my husband, which is just insane that my husband even like <laughs> knew like, yeah, babe, I think she like, she does the hair. Like you like it, like whatever <laughs> it can happen. Like you don't have to know the how, why, when, you know, who it will happen. Mm-hmm. And, um, kind of the last thing that I want to touch on for babe support babes. The reason that like, in my eyes, the reason that women are extremely competitive is for the longest time, you know, men dominated the world and they still continue in various sectors to kind of have the mm-hmm. percentage of positions, jobs of power, you know, any money, all I of mean, those kinds of things. I mean, they still make more than women that yeah. do the same jobs. So. Yes. And we as women feel that there is, quote unquote, a limited amount of success, power, money available to us already being cut down from all of the men having it, that we feel like if Linda succeeds, that means that's one less spot for Aaron to succeed. And that's not the case. We are changing that. Like, you know, take, even if you take feminine, you know, feminism out of it, like kind of equal pay, gender gap, all of that out of the equation, energetically getting to the point of knowing there is enough for everyone to go around, mm-hmm. men and women included, yes, we can balance it. Yes, that has to happen. But you can do that one step at a time in your life by realizing there. stop having a scarcity mindset that Aaron and Linda can be successful. My boutique and another boutique can be successful. Like Gypsy can be successful. Like that doesn't have to stop you from getting what you want, the pay that you want, the power, influence, whatever that is, you can still do that without tearing other women down. Yeah, there is enough for everybody. Like money, I mean, we talk about that. We've talked about that before. I know Manifestation Babe talks about it all the time. (laughs) Yeah, Money is an unlimited resource. And when you start to understand that a little bit better, which is obviously hard to understand if you don't already, like if you don't come from an abundant place, Mm -hmm. then – It makes it harder, obviously, but it's an unlimited resource. It's energy. It's just energy. So if you think that there's not enough for you and all the babes on Instagram or all the babes that are selling the makeup that you're selling or, you know, whatever it is, like you're wrong and (laughs) you supporting them and rooting for them and cheering them on, like it's the coolest thing. It Like, obviously, like, if I can become friends with girls that are doing what I'm doing and understand, just like we said, like, that's your circle. Those are the people that are going to be motivating you and cheering you on. Then, like, also, like Brittany said, like, you're going to be receiving more 
from them. Like you're getting that support in return. And that money, that frequency, like you're all going to be on that level. Mm -hmm. You're all going to like, it's all just going to like wash over you and you're going to be, you're going to feel so much better about it instead of feeling like, yeah, I'm successful, but like I did it because I was cutting everyone else down. Yeah. You know, like it just doesn't feel as good. Mm -hmm. Even if you do like, even if you are like making money or whatever, Think about how much more potential you have or, like, how much more money isn't coming to you because of that, like, negativity. Yeah. You're totally just, like, throwing it back at the universe. You're like, nope, I only want this amount of money and the rest, like, I'm going to fill my pockets with negativity. (laughs) That's how I have to visualize it in my head. Yeah. No, I mean, again, that quote, just think of, you know, the rising tide raises all ships. Think of the tide as the energy in your world. Like, Mm -hmm. higher energy raises everyone around you. Like, there is no kind of set limit. So, um Speaking of negativity, one thing I wanted to touch on because I had like my little kind of like, ooh, I got to work through that battle with it. Um, I told Aaron before we started, I had seen this TikTok and it was like, I don't know, the extent of it was, oh, the boss babes have made it to TikTok, time to find a new, a new platform. Like basically saying that quote unquote boss babes hitting TikTok was no longer appealing to them and they were going to go find somewhere else to, you know, make whatever videos. And when I first felt that, I was like, huh. And then, yeah. And I was just like, well, that's kind of, you know, whatever. And, uh, I, I had to work through it for myself because I also even posted like a little like reel yesterday and it was talking about money and it was like a before and after clip and (laughs) I know Aaron saw it too. Um, but it was just like, you know, me a year ago talking shit on, um, MLMs, MLMs Monade, or I didn't really have like a specific one probably that I was talking shit on, just MLMs in general. And like, even when Erin told me that she was doing Young Living, I was like, oh God, why are you doing that? Like whatever, being hard on her. And I like apologized in our messages yesterday. I was like, (laughs) I'm sorry, I didn't like see the light or I apologize for hating on, you know, you doing that. And so this has been something that I have worked through myself, maybe not so much hating on boss babes because I, you know, think it's great for women to go out and be entrepreneurs. But I want you to know that like, yes, like something can come up, you can see it, it can sting, it can feel different. Like even the fact that like, you know, I told Erin I wasn't like, I didn't love MLMs and she was starting Young Living, I still supported Aaron. Like I still mm-hmm. liked her posts, still, you know, commented, like whatever. And it was kind of something I definitely worked through when I even saw that like TikTok or whatever that said like the boss babes are here. And I was like, oh God, am I like kind of buying into this? Like, oh, now it's bad to be a boss babe? Oh gosh, like Like, maybe I don't want to be, maybe I don't want to like put myself out there as a boss babe. Yeah, exactly. And so I kind of got to the um, point of being like, no, fuck that. Like I'm fine with it. Like I'm good with my choice. I like that. I like the qualities that in my head, what I envision a boss Mm -hmm. babe to be. And if... That turns somebody off because I promote the boutique, Gypsy, Monet, you know, my life coaching business, whatever that is. 
that's fine. Guess what? You're not for me. You're not my customer. But there are <laughs> people that have paid us to, you know, book Gypsy. I have had people buy Monate from me. My boutique makes money. Like, life coaching makes, you know, I have clients that sign up with me. It's fine. Like, you can't be for everyone, and that's okay. Like, Well, and, okay, if people are hating on success or, like, people leveling up, then, like, Really? <laughs> like, yeah. like, that's the thing in the yeah. world that yeah, you're going to hate on? Die, like, you're on a hill for? All of the things that people do that are messed up and you're going to attack <laughs> that's true. girls that are motivated and that are killing it. Yeah, like, that want to make their own money. Okay, okay. Yeah. That are going after their dreams. <laughs> that is such like, a good way to look at it. You're not the one that needs to reevaluate. They're yeah. the ones that need to reevaluate. <laughs> yeah, and, and that even spreads even, you know, into like – other other things so for example like I know I had some people for the boutique for instance or even gypsy we've had people say we're like out of their budget Mm -hmm. or at the boutique I was too expensive but I literally in the year of like well now it's been I don't know year and a couple of months that I've had the boutique I've had one person return something for us like uh, an issue of the shirt and I replaced it other than that, I have my products are more quote unquote expensive because they're higher quality. Yeah. Gypsy is not going to be red solo cups and kegs and trash cans. Like or just canned beer yeah, and, or what, and box wine. Like, yeah, like yeah. she is an experience. It's beautiful. Like everyone loses their mind when they see it, and that's fine. Like we have a set customer that we're going for. And that's okay. Like, Aaron isn't doing highlights at the same price that, like, Sam's cuts are. Like, there is an individual and a target audience and market that we're going for. You don't have to be for everyone. So regardless if that comes down to pricing or, in this case, what I'm talking about, people hating on, Mm -hmm. quote-unquote, boss babes, you don't have to be for everyone. You just have to understand that, like, that doesn't say anything about you. And to move on from it, to not let it kind of drag you down because there's so much other, you know, crazy stuff that can happen in your business. Worrying about what Joe Schmo on the internet says is the least of your worries. When he's trying to get TikTok famous (laughs) instead of like hustling or like finding something he's passionate about, like, okay. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Do you want to be the person that has to cut someone down to To make a funny video? Like, and it wasn't even like a, like some people, like... There's this girl that I follow or that I don't even know if I follow her. She comes up on my feed a lot on TikTok and she makes pretty funny like videos on lifestyle bloggers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I showed you that one girl too. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And well, I can see like the humor in it. And a lot of times she'll post like, you know, totally messy, like it's a joke, like whatever humor, like I can appreciate it. I definitely consider my, I mean, but I consider myself like a kind of, I don't, wouldn't call myself a blogger because I don't write a blog, but like Mm -hmm. I recommend stuff. I talk about stuff on my stories. Like I get questions. I respond to them. Yeah. Like whatever. And I can appreciate the humor in it and still be okay doing what I want to do. So there's that. And then also, you know, there's people that just are downright being like, rude and mean like Uh that's fine that's we don't have to be for everyone you just have to get to that point of understanding somebody not agreeing with what you do sell portray yourself as your brand like 
that's okay. Like you don't have to be for everyone. Yeah, you're not paying your bills with their opinions. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I it's always like, say that. Just like that girl. Yes, like she does make fun of influencers and like, you know, she has her like Starbucks gift certificate or, you know, like mm-hmm. her Starbucks gift cards and her giveaways if you like every picture, or, you know, whatever. Like the way she says it is is funny, but it's it's true. Those influencers, those bloggers that are doing that stuff, like, hey, they're still making money. Like, they're still, like, sharing about the sweater that they're wearing and paying their bills. So it's real. I mean, I doubt that they're losing sleep over it. But, yeah, like, when you see that, I'm sure it stings a little bit to be like, oh, man, like, she's, like, straight up making fun of what I do. Mm -hmm. Then, yeah, like, just think about Okay, so obviously, like, we're a thing. Like, we're a different category if you can just, like, make videos about who I am as, like, my job or whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, because what's obviously being triggered in her for her to, like, feel the need to tear down an entire quote-unquote segment. And I, I just, if you're okay, it kind of comes down to, and I talk about this all the time, if you're okay with your decisions, the energy that you put out there is so different. Like being okay with like, whatever. I saw one of one of my friends sent me a thing about like rose quartz crystal dildos or sex toys. Like uh-huh. I am sure there are people that lose their damn minds <laughs> that somebody is selling that. But that person probably doesn't care. Like they are, they're comfortable and confident. And like, that is probably pushing the limit on so many different things. And there are obviously people that are into it. Yeah. Or she wouldn't have a business. Exactly. (laughs) So I just like know that your audience is out there and not caring what other people think. And there's a difference. Like if you're being an asshole and you're like being mean to people and you're tearing them down or you're like being degrading, there's a difference between like caring, like maybe I should like figure out like what I'm saying that's like upsetting so many people versus like somebody coming at you and being like, you're too expensive. Your product's dumb. Nobody's ever going to buy your service. Like you're, you know, gypsy. Oh, that's out of my budget. I can't pay for that. You know, whatever that is. We say all of it because we've been through it. Like I'm sure there have been people that have told Erin she's too expensive at hair. There have been people that told us we're too expensive for gypsy. There were people that said I was too expensive at, at, the boutique. That's fine. Like that just means that person isn't your customer. Yeah. Or, I mean, just in general, people saying that what you're doing is weird or not seeing the value in it at all. You know, like I still feel, especially in the Midwest, maybe not so much in big cities, but people say like, well, you, you can't make that much money. Like if you're just a hairdresser, right? Mm -hmm. Like, or young girls that think about going to cosmetology school and they think like, well, I don't know if my parents want me to go to cosmetology school because it's not that good of a job. Yeah. And I'm just like, bitch, <laughs> like, like, like that's rude. Yeah. You can make, I mean, and it's obviously in any, or in most jobs, I should say, like if you're working at McDonald's, you can get to like manager or corporate manager, you know, whatever, even like that probably is like the highest you can go. But when you're working for yourself and you're chasing after your dream, like sky's the limit. Yeah. And like I can make as much as a doctor can make. I know hairdressers that do it. I know hairdressers that like 
drive Lamborghinis and makeup artists that like buy every car that they want and mm-hmm. have mansions and like travel and don't have to work full time. So you can literally get to any point. Like obviously those fashion bloggers that people are hating on, like they're making good money because they get free vacations and free clothes and they're getting paid just for people to follow them and see the content that they're putting mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. So like if you th- if when you grow up, if you want to be a girl that posts the outfits that she wears on social media, like that's a job. Yeah. So go for it. And some people are making good money doing it. Yeah. So like do your thing and don't let yeah, like don't let anyone tell you that what you care about or like what you're into can't pay your bills or can't be a legitimate thing and like for God's sakes, there are like Facebook groups that are like cat videos. And the, whoever runs that Facebook group obviously makes money off of it because yeah. they have, like, millions of followers. Mm-hmm. So don't ever think that what you're passionate about yeah. isn't going to get you somewhere. If you, like, take the right steps and do the right thing and just go after it. Yeah. No, I – there's this uh, – I don't know. I don't know if you'd call it like a meme or just this little thing that I've seen floating around. And um, it's specifically targeted at Monate, but it could go for like any, 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 well, any business for that matter, but especially MLMs. Um, It says like, um, basically along the lines, they were like, no, that shampoo dealer doesn't give a shit what you're saying. They're making $30,000 a month, like that kind of mentality. Obviously, it's easy when you get to a certain income level to mm-hmm. have that kind of, like, yeah, I don't really care. Like your blinders but on. But those people got to that level because they had their blinders on when they were making nothing. Yeah. Like, that's the point. Like, don't let other people's opinions dictate your life because then it's not your life. So mm-hmm. I know that that one was a really long one, but we obviously are clearly passionate about it. <laughs> <laughs> so... um Kind of the last little piece on um, that I had written down, at least, was kind of two little points. One is, you know, you always hear people saying it takes time and money to build a business. And I like to caveat that with it takes time and money. And if you don't have money, it just takes more time. And I kind of touched, Which I love that so much better. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that that stops people because they're like, oh, I don't have money now. I can't start. Right. You can, it's just going to take more time. Like I said earlier, for example, starting the boutique, I didn't have like a bunch of money to go out and hire a web designer. I didn't have money to have somebody come in and build custom shelves for the store. I didn't have somebody that came in and merchandised and set up the whole store. I did that with the help of my husband. We went through all of that. We figured it out. I built out a website. It took me forever to do that. But I figured it out. I figured out how to change the theme and the script and the font and the colors and all of that. I figured out how to set up an email marketing campaign. All of those kind of things I could pay somebody for. And it would be really easy if I had money to be able to just pay somebody for that. Mm -hmm. But I have figured that out. The same thing goes with Gypsy. Never had a liquor license, you know. We didn't. <laughs> that was a process. There were a lot of hoops to yeah, jump there through. Was a lot. I could. You can pay somebody. You can pay a lawyer to like go through and like do, do all of that for you. You yeah. can pay a lawyer to set up your LLC for a business. You can pay, you know, people to do all of those kind of things for you for social media for all of that. But you can also do it yourself. It's just going to take more time. So 
don't let not having money be an excuse. You can start a free Instagram account. You can start a free Gmail. You can Google and YouTube everything else under mm-hmm. the sun. And you can grassroot your own business. That That's just like something that drives me crazy when people are like, I don't have money. I didn't have like a bunch of money sitting around. Like my husband was working. I had been laid off. Unemployment had run out. Right. Like You weren't just like, I have all this money. I feel like I should start something yeah, new. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I feel like I should put it all into a business. Yeah. So you can do it and you can figure things out. And like even things that like may or may not be scary, like how we bought product for the store was taking out like a small portion of one of our 401ks. Like we did that because that's an investment in our future and an investment in like doing things like that. Like and believing in your vision. Yeah, you can figure it out. You can get a credit card. You can sell like stuff that you have on Poshmark. You can pick up delivering groceries on Instacart. Like mm-hmm. you can make it happen. Do not let money be the reason you decide not to. Like you you can do any of that free like 100% yeah so um and then the last little piece because this is always hits for me is analysis paralysis I love reading everything under the sun at any given time my computer has probably 20 tabs open it's insane because I'll go down every rabbit hole and read everything and I used to be the person that was like oh everything has to be perfect and lined up before Mm -hmm. I take the jump that's not how it works. Like you have to take the jump to start your business. Like everything won't ever line up perfectly. And I hit on it earlier. Messy action is better than doing nothing in perfection. Like yeah, uh, messy action is how businesses and dreams are built. Stop waiting and just take a step. I don't care what it is. Like I said, start something free, an Instagram, a Gmail, a Facebook group, a whatever, you can start it and quit like, oh, I, I don't know how to do this yet. I'm not really sure. I don't know. Like, I launched my website and the first two people that tried to check out, like, couldn't because I didn't set something up correctly. I figured it out. They ended up buying it and it was fine. It is what it is. But I had to have the, the website live for them to make those purchases and for me to figure it out. Like, messy action beats zero perfection every day of the week. 100%. I noticed that, okay, so, like, with St. Beauty... Um, the makeup company that I work with, there are so many girls that like are making TikToks and are making obviously social media is a huge factor in like whatever thing you're doing. Just about kind everything. Of. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it is. So because it's free and you can use it to build your brand, <laughs> exactly. quote unquote. Just putting that out there for any business, any business under the sun, plumbing to makeup to hair care to oh, boutique. Yeah. They're like to, chiropractors that make yes, TikToks. And anything. Like, so, so, yeah, but me feeling like, okay, well, like I need a, the perfect backdrop and the perfect ring lighting and the perfect <laughs> like everything and I need to know what the best like video editor is or I can't post a makeup tutorial because like I don't want my editing to look like I'm a total rookie and these girls are posting like videos where everything's pretty and perfect and like the text is, you know, like just all of these things and so it's like I will record something and stress myself out and then like hours that I've spent into it I'm just like okay I'm not going to post this it's stupid yeah and it's like okay at the same time though there are these girls that don't have the perfect lighting and 
aren't that great at makeup, but they're like trying wholeheartedly and, you know, like they're putting themselves out there. They're making the content and like people are liking it, you know, like maybe they don't have like thousands of followers, but like they post every day and like those girls that understand how much work it takes and like how it takes a lot just to put yourself out there, like they're supporting them, they're rooting them on, like their customers they're seeing engagement, so that's better than nothing showing up on your page. Like, yep. you just have to get out of your own way. And yes, I am such a perfectionist when it comes to, like, things that I'm passionate about and, like, have this perfect, awesome, like, vibey vision in my head. Mm-hmm. Like, if it if it doesn't work out that way, then, like, do it next time. Like, just go, <laughs> figure it out as you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, but... It's hard. It's so hard. It is. My favorite thing, though, is, like, for myself, I – there's a difference between, like, yes, okay, maybe you're creating a product. Like, no, you can't just, like, create a pair of yoga pants that, like, you know that the seams are going to fall out. Like, that's a difference, (laughs) like, of being, like, yeah, okay, that's not great. But there's also that kind of point of, like, a website or social media mm-hmm. or going live like that terrifies people. Oh my and gosh, I've never gone live. <laughs> I think I, I'm now like because so it is, does freak me out. It does. It freak. It used to freak all the me things out. that I do and yeah. put out there, and I uh, yeah. yeah so, no, exactly. I I it used to freak me out too because I, it's not so much that I care if people see me because I don't. I'm not afraid of like being seen or like whatever talking to mm-hmm. people. It was like the fear of like, oh god, nobody's gonna show up on my video, uh-huh. like whatever. And a while back, I, and I've done like a couple of videos like for coaching stuff, like, and that's gone well, like. But that was kind of probably over the summer. But recently, after signing up with Monate, like a lot of times it's just easier to do a live and answer questions or go over something versus like having like something fifty recorded. stories yeah. in your yeah. your story highlight or whatever, and. I I went live, like, last week, and nobody, one person hopped on, like, it was in the middle of the day, I don't announce when I'm going live, I just, mm-hmm. like, go live. One person would hop on, they'd hop off, one would hop on, but there were, like, times when nobody was on, and I, like, finished up, and I was like, oh, shit, like, nobody watched that, and I was like, oh, I don't really care, like, that, you know, whatever. Well, then, I was kind of just thinking on that, like, working through, like, oh, God, like, I can't believe that, you know, whatever, yeah. and... I ended up listening to a random podcast, and now I'm blanking. I think it's, like, um, CEO Girl Boss, I think, um, and her name is Ronnie. And I heard her on Mommy Millionaire podcast, and she was talking about, she was, like, that, and she has, like, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of followers mm-hmm. on her personal brand and her, her business. And she was, like, yeah, I go live all the time. Like, I used to go live all the time and nobody was there. She was like, then I just pretended to YouTube. Like, it's fine. Like, nobody has to be there. Nobody's, like, watching somebody record a YouTube video. She was like, you save it, you put content out there, and you have content to reuse down the road. She was like, stop being afraid of, like, nobody seeing you, like, talking. And it just, like, hit at the perfect time because the day before I'd had that happen. And I, like, switched my mindset. And I literally had a girl message and, like, placed an order with Monet. And she was like, oh, yeah, I saw the video. Like, she didn't watch me live, but that didn't matter. It still had a lasting impact. Yeah. That, like, it was it, out there yeah. and she saw it. Yeah. So all of that to say, like, messy action, 
you don't have to be perfect. Like, I'm going to challenge Erin to go live sometime. She <laughs> needs to go do it. Maybe I'll make her go live with me sometime, and we can talk about whatever, or I'll have her go live on her page, and I'll, I'll okay. get on there so you're not by yourself. Um, but you can do it. Stop waiting for perfect to execute because you'll be waiting forever. So um, I have faith in you. We have faith in you. If we can do it in all of our hot mess express, you, you can definitely can. So I guess that kind of wraps it up on our Boss Babe edition. Um, there was lots of really good golden nuggets. I hope it helps you guys because we've been through the ringer and we know what it's like. It's not always easy, but between kind of a fuck it, I'm going with this mentality and working on like your energy and mindset Anything's possible. Yeah, you can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's it. If you guys have questions, feel free to reach out and let us know. Um, We love helping you out and cheering you on. Thank you to our own um, support team that hypes us up and takes care of us. We really appreciate it. And We see you. Yeah. Go after your dreams, guys. You can do it. I have faith. I definitely have faith in you. Yeah. Maybe tag us. Like, if you have a fun, like, venture or something that you, like – are taking a little leap of faith and putting out there, then tag us in it or, yes. you know, something like that. Cause we want to see, and we want to cheer you on. Yes. We love doing it. Cause obviously we believe that once we support people, the support comes back tenfold. So we're here for you. We want to, want to cheer you on. So have a good week guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the cosmic road trip podcast. If you like this episode, we would love for you to leave us a five-star review and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. After all, like energy attracts like energy, so keep the good vibes coming. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.